Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Aligned with Paige Schmidt, helping you to become the you you want to be and feel calm while becoming her. Hello, good morning. How are you? Welcome to another episode. Today, I want to talk with you about an idea that was introduced to me just a few months ago in late 2020, and it changed the way I think. It changed the way I think about schedules, to-do lists, planning ahead, setting yourself up for success, which I have practiced this concept for many years now, and you can go back and listen just a few episodes ago on what that means for me, how that shows up in my life. And this idea that changed the way I think about all of this is that burnout doesn't come from taking action. Burnout doesn't come from taking action. Burnout comes from taking action from negative emotion. So good, right? Burnout comes from taking action from negative emotion. I want to share with you why I was even thinking about this and why this quote, this idea stood out to me so much when I heard it. I was in a season of life where I took December of 2020 to truly slow down reflect, think about where I wanted my life and my business to go, and really look forward into who I wanted to become. And in that, I discovered some new things I wanted to do, one being this podcast. And I knew that in order to do those things, it was going to take a lot of creation. It was going to take scheduling my time differently, scheduling my weeks differently, adding new tasks, right? It was going to take quite a bit of change. I wanted it all. I still want it all. I'm now living it all and practicing it. And it feels so good, by the way. But I did not want to feel overwhelmed or feel burnt out or feel like I was just doing a ton, right? And I I did worry about that a bit. I thought, is this too much? Am I trying to do too much? But I also thought if I could just calendar my time more, that would be good. I could know when I'm going to do these things, when they're going to get done. I don't just have to have a giant list of everything that needs to be done. So the way I calendar my time, the way I do my to-do lists, the way I get things done for work and in life, are I throw my to-do list away. (laughs) So I write it all out, dump everything on paper that I want to get done, And then I take every single thing 
and plug it into my calendar. And then I throw the to-do list out. And as I think of things that need to be done through the week, like call the dentist and reschedule a dentist appointment, or go to the grocery store, or get dinner with a friend, or call a friend, I no longer just add that to a list of things that need to be done. I go to my calendar and I find a time for it, whether it's that week or several weeks from then. There were so many things that I wanted to do for work before little Sayla got here. And I worried that if I calendared too much, that I would feel stressed and overwhelmed and not enjoy my final months being pregnant. And that was really important to me. I thought to myself, this is my first pregnancy. I really want to soak this time in. I really want to look back on this time and know that I used it the way that I wanted to. I want to look back on this time and know that I showed up and felt the way that I want to, which is calm, present, taking little moments to stop and feel the little belly kicks, right? Really be present. So I didn't want to do something, understandably, that would take me out of that. And then I heard this quote, burnout doesn't come from taking action. Burnout comes from taking action from negative emotion. And it really changed the way I think about everything. I related taking action to what I was plugging into my calendar, right? All those little tasks that I was plugging into my calendar. I plugged that into that burnout quote. Burnout doesn't come from all the little tasks you're plugging into your calendar, right? Burnout doesn't come from all of the things that you want to do to become your future self. Burnout doesn't come from cleaning your house, from going to the grocery store, from picking your kids up from school, taking them to another practice, volunteering at the church, spending time with friends, making a dinner plan. Burnout comes from taking action from negative emotion. So I realized it's not my calendar that will cause burnout or overwhelm or make all those fears that I had of being pulled out of this present special experience, special season in my life. It would only come if I took all of that action from negative emotion. So let's look at what taking action from negative emotion might mean. Maybe I wake up and I start each day with a mentality of being in a rush. I have thoughts that sound like I have so much to do. I have so much to do. I just need to get it done. I have energy towards people in my life that sounds like I have too much to do. I'm too busy. I can't make time for that. Right? I talk in a way that feels very out of control of how I feel. I feel it. I think it. I focus on it. 
I focus on how much I have to do, how much I have to get done, right? When somebody else with my exact same calendar who had a calm and positive approach could approach it with thoughts like, there's enough time today. This is so nice that I know exactly what I'm doing today. I have a few things to get done. I'll do those things. I'll have fun while doing them. I'll enjoy it. They'll feel so good to get done. I love spending time with that friend. I love the feeling of a clean house. I love having food in my home all throughout the week that tastes good, nourishes my body, leaves me feeling good. I love getting out to the grocery store. Right? As you hear me say those things, I want you to ask yourself, does that make me feel better? Do I feel better with that second set of thoughts? We'll talk a little bit more about this in this episode, but I want to point out right now that it's not our circumstances that create how we feel. It's not what's on our calendar this week that creates how we feel. It's our thoughts about all of it. That is why two different people can have the exact same job or the exact same schedule, the exact same amount of hours in a day and feel completely different. So the takeaway here is that we can choose, I could choose to take action for more positive emotion. Our thoughts create our feelings not our circumstances. So our calendars do not create how we feel. Our thoughts create how we feel. So in knowing this, this quote, this idea of burnout made even more sense to me. Right? The way I started calendaring my time differently and plugging things in has not made me feel burned out one bit. And I will let you know, I will say that as I calendar, I also consider what I value. So I also consider that I love white space. I love a little bit of white space each day and white space on the calendar just means nothing planned. It can even be at the very end of the day. It doesn't matter. And I might have an idea of what I like to do at the very end of the day, like make a dinner and watch one of my favorite shows, right? Straighten up the house, set up for the next day. But I love having some white space at the end of the day. So the way I calendar today, as I shared a little bit with you, is I look at the whole week ahead. I see what's already there. In my business, there are things that are already there. There are coaching calls that are already scheduled. There are some things that I do consistently at the same time and day each week. 
like a blog post, sending out an email to my community, recording a podcast, meeting with clients, doing a group coaching call. Those things are already scheduled in advance. I schedule time to plan out content. I schedule time to answer my emails instead of just leaving my inbox open all day long. I do not do that. I'm very much a fan of closing tabs on the computer. (laughs) Doing things with single pointed focus, laser pointed focus, turning off all other distractions and just doing one thing at a time whenever possible. I have not felt burned out by doing this. I have felt the complete opposite. So if you were to look at my calendar this week, you would see that if I have to drive to a doctor's appointment, I have a little bit of time scheduled beforehand where I'm driving to that doctor's appointment. You would see that I have calendared when I'm going to hop in the shower, get dressed, and make myself breakfast. Because those things are so important to me. Because it's so important to me to not feel rushed. And when I make space for that, I become more realistic with the rest of my day. If I were to just plan 10 things into my calendar in the morning, but not consider that I also need to shower, I need to eat some breakfast, I need to put some clothes on, I might overschedule my morning, but when I can be realistic about what I want to do, it's so much better. You would see what time I'm waking up and how long I just get to sit and relax and have coffee because I value that. Right? And it's not, let me say this, it's not about getting it perfectly. I value freedom, flexibility, so much, right? I value being flexible with my friends even whenever I can. So if I have a plan to go to a friend's house at 3.30 and she says, hey, my little kiddo's still sleeping. Could you come at 4.30? I am not going to say, no, that's not the way it's written in my calendar. It's 3.30 or nothing at all, right? I will look at my calendar and if I can easily do that, I will say, of course, no problem. And I'll move it and I'll either just use that time to relax or do something I enjoy, read a book or look ahead at my calendar and maybe pull something else ahead, get something else done early, take something off a later day, right? So doing this helps me so much. As I write down the to-dos of what I want to do for the week, and remember the goal is to throw this list away, get it all plugged into the calendar, knowing you can move things as you go if you need to, especially as you're getting used to this. I think about how long each thing will take and how long I like to have for each thing. I spread things out more realistically throughout my entire week. 
So instead of just having a to-do list that's staring at you, that's a list of everything you need to get done this week and feeling overwhelmed, I look at my calendar and see that things are more evenly spread out each day. There's no more to-do lists laying around. I just find a time in my calendar. I'm allowed to go in and adjust as I go. It's no big deal. I can simply just move something around. And I love knowing what I'm doing each day, especially being a business owner. My personality works really well with thinking thoughts like, I, I want to have my own little business manager, but also I want to be her. <laughs> I don't want someone else telling me what to do all day long. I want to be able to decide that. That's why I love owning my own business. And I kind of want this structure where I show up for the day and it's just all laid out for me. I know exactly what I need to do. And my calendar does that for me. It's great. It's so great. And just like I teach around money, you have to know what you value and what you like and what your goals are before you create your plan for your money, before you create your budget for the month for your money. It's so important to know what are my goals this month, this year? What goals are we working toward? What do I value? What do I like? What do I want to say yes to? You look at those things first and then you create a plan for your money. It's the same thing with calendaring. I understand that I value free time, which sometimes looks like empty white space. I value time with my husband and my friends. I make space to go to the grocery store and the farmer's market each week. I schedule time to update my budget, right? I think about my goals, my likes, my values. I think about what I would like to do through the week and I make sure those things are included. It's not just about scheduling to do's. It's not about opening your calendar and just filling your time with stuff you think you should do, right? Doing this has helped me see that I can even schedule in some time to do laundry, for example, versus just thinking about a task that needs to be done all week. Or I can look at my calendar and say, wow, this week's pretty full. I'm going to ask my partner to take care of the laundry this week, right? With work, I think of my goals and I work backwards, knowing what I can take action toward and create each week to step into those goals, step into making them a reality, have them be things that actually get to happen. And that's exciting. It's so nice. Honestly, it's like setting up my coffee for myself the night before. And I just wake up in the morning and I push the button and my coffee starts being made. There's nothing else I have to do. It's like that with my calendar. I plan out the week early on. And when I wake up each day, I just know what there is to do. I know what needs to be done today. 
and I can start chipping away at it. Right? And I know when I'm going to be off. I know when I get to relax. I know when the emails will be checked. I also plug in to my calendar each day a little phrase that says close up shop slash off. What that means is empty out your inbox, close up shop, close your computer, shut your office door. You're totally done for the day. And as a woman who works from home, that helps me so much create that boundary of, okay, I've done everything that I've committed to today and I'm closing the door. I'm off and the rest of my time in my home today is to be home, to be me, right? It's so nice. So again, the quote, burnout doesn't come from taking action. Burnout comes from taking action from negative emotion. So this other part is something I teach my clients and work on myself. And that's this part of taking action from negative emotion. That's how burnout happens. So how do we not take action from negative emotion? How do we have any control over that? What if we're just having a really bad day or a really bad moment? Or we feel stressed and we have a meeting five minutes later. Isn't that going to cause burnout? Isn't that taking action from negative emotion? Well, what I work on with my clients is to always expect every day that there's going to be positive and negative emotion. And that's okay. And I teach myself this too. I practice it. I am not perfect at expecting it. I am someone who loves joy and calm, positive emotion, right? I have to learn to be comfortable with negative emotion. But the more that I do, and the more that I think about negative emotion and talk about negative emotion as, oh my gosh, it's just as welcome as positive emotion. It's not less preferred in a way. And when I say that, of course, I love feeling joyful more than I love feeling sad. So in that way, it is preferred. But the way that I think of it is it's okay and both are to be expected and both show up every single day. And so my job when negative emotion pops up is not to wish it away or wish that it wasn't there. My job is to just slow down for a second and feel it, label it and feel it. So if I'm stressed, just pause and feel stressed for a minute, right? This way when normal life happens and negative emotions come up, it's not shocking. It doesn't make me feel like something's wrong, that I'm doing the wrong thing, that I'm in the wrong job, that I'm in the wrong marriage, that I'm doing whatever wrong, right? that your kids are bad. We don't have to make it mean any of that, that you're doing something wrong. You don't have to make it mean any of that. 
It's like if you're going on a, spur- a special birthday trip. Yes, hopefully there will be loads of positive emotion, and I'm sure you have all sorts of ideas about how wonderful you want this trip to be. If you're anything like me, you're probably thinking, I want the drive there to be wonderful. I want to stop and get my favorite latte. Then when we get there, I want it to be bliss, right? I want it to be happy. I want to have a good time. I want to get along so well with my partner. I want it to be romantic. I want it to be special and fun and happy, right? And we're thinking and dreaming about how good we want it to be, which is great and okay. And it can be so helpful to also say to ourselves, and within that, there will probably be some moments that feel like negative emotion. And that's okay. Maybe you got stuck in traffic and now your partner's in a little bit more of a rush to get to where you're going. Or you try to make a dinner reservation and it's not quite working out the way you thought. So you feel frustrated. Instead of thinking that those negative emotions are there and they are bad and they have ruined your trip or your trip was is now not as good as you expected it to be, oh, if you just expect them, it's like, oh, here are those, those negative emotions that are always along for the ride. If I'm starting a new business, if I'm getting married, if I'm planning a wedding, if I'm having a baby, if I am buying a house, if I'm in a new friendship, if I X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. In anything that we do, we can expect and would do well to expect positive and negative emotion. It's how it is. It's totally to be expected. It's not wrong. It's not even negative. It's actually positive if we can expect that. The positive and the negative are always ebbing and flowing. So if you feel a negative emotion, just pause, feel it, label it so you can pay attention to it. Feel it in your body and just let it pass. It will actually pass quickly if you just feel it. If you shove it down, see it as negative and say to yourself, I don't want to feel this. I need to fix this or change this. It's going to get stuck. So don't let it get stuck. When negative emotion gets stuck and keeps getting stuck, that's when we start to feel burnt out. That's when there tends to be so much negative emotion there that it turns to overwhelm, frustration, feeling snappy. But if each time it comes up, you just take it in little bite-sized pieces, feel it, let it pass, don't make it wrong, don't even judge it. Welcome it, it's there, feel it you will experience so much less burnout. The last thing I want to share with you in this episode is that you can also ask yourself what things in life set you up to be able to take action from more positive emotion all day long, each day, knowing, side note, that there will still be some negative emotion and that's okay. For example, setting up my coffee pot the night before gives me an immediate positive emotion when I wake up, 
right? Especially if my husband wakes up before me and pushes it for me. It's like he made me coffee, right? Or scheduling a relaxing night intentionally after a long work day. It gives me that feeling of immediate decompression when I'm off. I know I just get to be with my family. There's no more to-dos. That's immediate positive emotion, right? Or at least neutral. It's calm. Another one would be already knowing what I get to eat for lunch today. Let's say I have a busy work day and having it set up. It's less rushing, more peace, more positive emotion in the middle of a day. Even just setting up the expectation that all days include positive and negative and being okay with that, I'm more tendered through the whole day. I'm more tender to feel those tough emotions. I'm more tender toward those tough feelings. And that even brings me more positive emotion through a day. I don't get freaked out as much, right? When I feel stress or sadness or worry, it's more normal. We talk so much more about this and go so much deeper inside of aligned coaching in our coaching calls. We talk about this around food deeply in our Calm Around Food course teaching you how to be a woman who is calm and has total peace around food. And even in our routine workshop, where we discuss what it looks like for you to create your weekly and or daily routine that absolutely considers what brings you joy, what helps you become who you want to be. So I'll say it one more time. Burnout doesn't come from taking action. Burnout comes from taking action from negative emotion. So if you are someone who is experiencing burnout or you are someone who is resisting taking action for fear of burnout, let's say you're resisting taking a new job, you're resisting doing, insert anything in your life that you really want to do. Create a bigger family, get a dog, right? Plan a trip, say yes to something, say yes to more things in general. But you're avoiding those things because you worry that they'll leave you feeling overwhelmed. Just remember this, burnout doesn't come from taking action. It's not the circumstances that will leave you burnt out. It's your thoughts about them. Burnout comes from taking action from negative emotion. So start to apply all that we have learned today reach out to me, let me know how it is helping you and come and join us for coaching. If you want to go even deeper, who is your coach? If you don't have one, I'd love to be yours. If you're ready to take what you're learning on this podcast to the next level and apply it to your life, come check out aligned coaching, coaching with me, where we will address challenges, work toward your goals, And you will have a safe space to grow into the you you want to be. We have group coaching calls, written coaching, where you can submit a question anytime, and Zoom hangouts to connect with other women in the community. We also have 
hours of courses and content that I've created just for you. Come join us at pageschmidt.com forward slash coaching.